You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service. The Lord spoke to me last night sitting on the front row about how to destroy the works of a buffeting spirit. Did you hear me? I've never preached this before, but as I was sitting there, I was getting some revelation on how to destroy the works of a buffeting spirit. The first thing you need to know is what is a buffeting spirit? What is the purpose of a buffeting spirit? Why has it come? And how do I get rid of it? Four things. How to destroy a buffeting spirit. What is a buffeting spirit? That's the first thing I'd like to know. The second thing I'd like to know, why did it come? How many of you would like to know why a buffeting spirit comes? What is its purpose? Why did it come? And then lastly, how I get rid of it. That's the best part. And if you have your Bible, I want you to turn over for a moment to 2 Corinthians chapter 12. I'm glad they combined these sessions because this may take all day. Second Corinthians chapter 12. Paul said, it is not expedient for me doubtless to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago, whether in the body, I cannot tell, or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God knows. God knoweth such and one caught up to the third heaven. Now Paul begins to give us this story of a man who had a very spiritual experience. And because of the way he tells it, we understand, as you read on this chapter, he's talking about himself. He said, whether I was in my body or whether it was my spirit, I'm not even sure. God knows and that's all that counts. Sometimes we try to dot every I and cross every T, but don't worry about stuff. Just believe God. Amen. And he said he was caught up to the third heaven, and I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth. Notice he says it again. How that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Of such and one will I glory, yet of myself I will not glory, but in mine infirmity. For though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool. Now notice, he changes from a man to I. That's why I say it was him. For I will say the truth, but now I forbear, lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be, or that he heareth of me. 
See, there's a danger there, and it opens you up to a devil. I don't know if you know that, but it's called pride. Everybody say pride. And pride goeth before a fall. The older I get, you know what I learned? Everybody is somebody to Jesus. I don't care who you are. There's no big shots in God's kingdom. Are you listening to me? That's a power. That'll set you free right there. Just do what you're called to do. For though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool. It's a fool to glory in anything that you have. For I will say the truth, but now I forbear, lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be, or that he heareth of me. And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations there was given to me. Now notice, he didn't say God gave it to him. And if you know the scripture, then you know God didn't give it to him because every good gift and every perfect gift cometh down from the Father of lights in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. In other words, God does not send devils to test you. That's kind of weak. Some of you may believe he does. I said, God doesn't send a devil to test you. Hallelujah. Lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh. It doesn't say his thorn was sickness like some churches preach. It tells you in the next sentence what the thorn was. A messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. This devil came, now the word here exaltation means to go into a new level of revelation. And the devil did not want Paul to be exalted above the measure that he already was at. Because the devil knows when you find out something more about God, it gives you more power over the devil. So that you are not exalted above the measure or the level where you're at, Sometimes the devil will send a buffeting spirit to discourage you and to keep you from pressing on to higher ground. But like we used to sing when I was a little boy, I'm pressing on anyhow. Amen. The upward way. New height I'm gaining every day. Still praying as I'm onward bound. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Hallelujah. I'm going on with God. I don't care if the devil likes it. I don't care if you like it. I don't care if my neighbors like it. I've made up my mind. I'm going all the way with Jesus Christ. I'm going higher and higher and higher. I'm going to grow stronger and stronger and stronger until that day when I'll see him face to face. Shout hallelujah if you believe it. Come on, say amen. Well, glory. He said, this messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice. Three times he prayed. You want to know something? You're not to pray for devils. You'd think this great apostle would have known that. You don't pray for devils. Some of you are being buffeted and you say, I keep praying, but it still is operating, brother. I don't understand it. Stop your praying. Now, don't misunderstand me. Men are to always pray and not to faint. But you don't pray for a devil. You cast devils out. <laughs> Come on, say amen. I see this is new to some of you. I'm glad. You've been all going to the first church of the Frigidaire too long, some of you. Amen. 
For this thing I besought the Lord thrice or three times that it might depart from me. Now what we're going to find out is how to get rid of these devils. And he said unto me, my grace. Now this is not the word charis here in the Greek, but it is the same word that means power. My power. My power. Everybody say power. Say power. My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness or when you are unable to do anything. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my... The word here, infirmities, does not mean sickness. It means weaknesses in the Greek. In my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities. That's the first thing you've got to do. When you're attacked by the devil and you realize your natural weakness, you've got to begin to get a pleasure or a joyful spirit working, and that is you begin to praise God no matter how you feel, no matter how it looks. You just begin to take pleasure. Say, go ahead, devil, do it again. I'm going to shout all the harder. Amen. Go ahead, devil, buffet me all you want. I'm going to get up off the canvas again and slap you one. Amen. Because greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world, and I refuse to be defeated. I'm not going to be destroyed by a devil, but God's power, his grace, is sufficient for my every need. How many believe it? Glory. He said, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Hallelujah. And I want you to know the strength of the Lord is your joy, and the joy of the Lord is your strength. And if you want to be strong in the Lord, you've got to stay happy no matter how many devils come against you. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give. You can sow a gift today to help us.